What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Lesson Thus Podcast, where we bring you chill discussions on multimedia, pop culture, and life. Today, we're going to discuss my journey that led to me becoming a content creator, as well as getting a question from a guest later on in the show. Full disclaimer, anything that I talk about in life or advice that I give is based from my opinions and my experience, so they are not fact. I'm not telling you guys to live a certain way. It's just what I feel like saying. So, today... Uh, just it's gonna be a light episode. There's not much to talk about. Just I just feel like I want to explain something more about myself, but more so I want to get into discuss discussing, I guess, a uh, more heavy topic. I don't know how heavy I'll get into it, but I feel like so many things need to be talked about. But for right now, um, let's talk about things that I'm currently into or looking forward to. Uh, I actually been recently watching a show on Netflix called Midnight Diner. Um, it's a Japanese uh, drama, I guess, uh, and it's about this guy who runs a, a diner at midnight to like six in the morning, I think, and people just come in. And just like multiple stories happening. Sometimes the stories intertwine, but most of the time, like everyone just had their own stories and just things just go on from there. I, I like I like it. It's like seeing it is like it's like a live action version of uh, the anime bartender, where it's basically that where it's just a guy who's in a bartender like he's, he is a bartender. And he's in a bar and like people just come up and he just serves them drinks and then like somehow we get a story and usually the drinks fix the mood like he knows how to make the right drinks for like how they feeling and stuff it's not so much as he makes the right food it's just i guess a lot of things happen like things come together usually because from being in his diner and the people that are around them uh but yeah, so I think it, ha- it has three seasons on Netflix. I'm currently on the second season now, so it's enjoyable. I mean, if you guys are into live action stuff or Japanese dramas, um, I would recommend it. Uh, as well, um, the new Apex Legends season seven. Uh, we are almost close to it we finally got the reveal of our new map the new uh, character as well as the battle pass and everything that's coming with it I'm still I'm still upset that it's not cross not cross not cross play but um, what I'm trying to say is cross progression because I'm just still torn between just going on my PC or sticking to my Xbox since all my progress is on my Xbox. But the only reason why I'm torn between that is mainly because of next gen. I know once like next gen becomes the norm, like most of the people that play Apex would probably gonna be on next gen. And I don't think it's gonna be cross gen. So it's gonna be pointless and me still playing my xbox one version while everybody's on the x or ps5 and it's like i'm gonna have to play catch up on my pc all over again when i could just 
started up now. So I don't know, cause I currently I do not plan on getting any of the next gen consoles. Like I'm not interested in going through that cycle anymore. I guess like I'm at the point where I'm like I'm at the point where it's like before I used to like I do enjoy collecting like my games and my consoles. Like I still have older consoles and such, but I'm getting to the point where it's just like I guess for convenience where I have everything on one and for the most part like PC gives me all of that and I mean I still like my Switch so the Switch I think the Switch is probably the only console that gives me a variety because it's something that's not really on any other consoles or PC like it's it's own separate thing so there's that but yeah for the Apex new season um i'm actually really liking it like it looks good it looks like refreshing like that second map like when the second map came out it was it was a nice change of pace like it it felt good like it felt vibrant and then when they started destroying it and doing stuff to it that's when it just lost me it's like all right like people just want it well i'm not i'm speak for my circle of friends like we just wanted like the rivers in the map back at that point and that's when they started doing the map uh splits like mid game and mid rank but yeah like they were doing too much with that map so hopefully if they do plan on keeping this map for as long as they kept the second map and if they do try to make changes try to make changes that feels right i guess like there was no need for the whole lava thing there was like all of that that whole area that whole new area to me was just completely useless like i didn't like that area at all that they added it was just one big it was just like third party fest over there (laughs) like that's where you go to get third party on it was just annoying so this map um it looks more compact, but it looks like it has a lot of, I don't know how to explain it, like, there's a lot of areas that can be very, you know, isolated from everything, uh, but they added vehicles into the game, I don't know how I completely feel about that yet, um, I don't think I will personally try to use it to my advantages, maybe... My teammate would drive it, and I'll just, I guess, shoot or whatever, but I don't, I'm not making that a plan, like, let's go get this vehicle, like, yeah, so, I'm going, we're going to see how that works mid-game, and how people going to turn it into the meta, and then, it's a matter of, is it only going to be exclusive to that map, because if they end up doing uh, map breaks, where they end up on the vehicles into the older maps, which would probably actually give <laughs> that would probably just make the first map even more better again. Like, cause that map is fairly big, so having the vehicles would probably make things more simple. But I don't know. Like, I think that's why there was towers there, cause it seemed like I guess we probably won't begin uh, the the balloon towers to fly off from the looks of it I mean 
from my memory, I don't think I've seen any. But if there are, then oh well. But yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, the Watch Dogs Legion has been released at the time of this recording. Um, it is the 2nd of November, so it's right between like the season is supposed to be released soon and Watch Dogs Legion came out. Where, where are, we are in for gamers. This is the wallet hurting season, like November. This is where, you know, all the money you've been saving up <laughs> comes into play. Uh, we got the new consoles coming out, games coming out, uh, Black Friday, deals going to happen. So it's going to be a lot of spending going on. So, but right now, where I got my eyes on is Watch Dogs Legion. I didn't get it day one because, I don't know. Like, it, it kind of, like, I was looking, I was, I was anticipating the game. I was looking forward to it. But when it came out, it felt like it kind of just snuck up on me. Like, I was like, oh, it's out. Like, I wasn't. I don't know, I guess I just wasn't into the mood to play it just yet, so I'm just letting it, so maybe next week, you know, maybe next weekend, this weekend, I don't know, I'll probably get it, but, <laughs> yeah, um, definitely, like, that game, I probably talked about it in the last, last uh, episode, but, yeah, like, I feel like this is the one that's gonna have to solidify if this is going to become a long-standing franchise or if this is i mean if this is going to be just a trilogy then this is going to have to be like a very big impact for the trilogy but because the first game a lot of people you know disliked it second game the people people was already half of the community was already saying no the other half was just you know judging it but i felt like there wasn't too much to critique and they felt like people I guess they was busy worrying about judging it too much that they just let the game like fly by them like it's a very underrated game like the game is very good but it does not get talked about at all like when it came out so I'm glad that this one seems to be more hype people are enjoying it so that's a good thing so like I said this is this is gonna be the one to solidify if it's gonna be if we're gonna get a fourth one and people are gonna like really get it. So that's that. Um, I'm uh, the next Call of Duty game is gonna be coming out soon. Um, most likely gonna try to get that as well. Uh, Cyberpunk got pushed back again to December. That sucks, but I mean that's good. <laughs> for me like i don't i try, i'm trying not like i try not to like just get every game like day one like i used to back in the 360 era like i want to like have time with my games so that's good to like have them all spread out uh the next gen version of games is gonna be coming out too once the next gen console is coming out and i'm interested on how these changes will be like I already know for like games like 2K, like they completely making it like this. Like 2K21 was made uh, this generation like using the same engine that they've been using since like what 2K14, 15. I don't know, but this is now they're finally using a whole completely new engine, so everything gonna be looking more different. 
animation is probably gonna be different i mean the game looks nice but that's one of the uh, 2k is one of the games that you know beyond the surface what what lies beneath type thing is like usually it's not pretty so don't judge a book by cover i guess mentality when it goes into that and yeah uh pretty sure there's more games but they're not on my mind right now but <laughs> VOC I'm just like I'm not trying to go crazy I'm actually trying to upgrade my PC so <laughs> I'm like before I even worry about game games I want to like just get better parts of my PC so I can do more and play more but yeah Alright, and for this next segment, we're going to be getting the question asked from Dodge, uh, better known on YouTube as Dodges82. So, my question is, why don't you play more indie games? Hi, everyone. Sorry. So rude. <laughs> yes. Rudeness. Now, uh, <laughs> I feel like that's, um, I guess, part of my upbringing, because obviously... Um, I want to say to the, I guess, more casual gamers, like, indie games are mainly known for being, like, PC things, and obviously when they get popular, that's when they come to consoles and become more mm-hmm. big known, so I've been console gaming throughout, like, my entire life for the most part, and, like, I don't know what would be considered, like, honestly, I dabbled in some like PC games like those flash games or Java games like RuneScape for example like I don't know at the time period when I was playing it if that would be considered indie like now it's a big I mean it's a big thing but it's still like it's own thing I mean it did recently actually get put into the Steam store that's actually huge but yeah so like playing console games throughout like my life indie games I didn't really know any at the time until what Minecraft came out. Like I knew that it was an indie game, but cause by the time I, I played it, it, it was like already on the consoles. So I looked at it as a AAA game. So yeah, I guess it's just the idea of. I don't want to say. I guess it's like. The mainstream idea like i won't play it until it's like cool <laughs> but it's like mm-hmm. it's it's how do you find i guess the right indie game to just like devote your time to i guess it's what's like holding me back i find that so strange okay so your your backstory is that i mean you started on console i started on console too so but the only games that you play are like triple A games, like was it Evil Within, Evil Within Two, um, what other games? Like you, you only play the big ones. You've yeah, never heard like, of. Throughout, um, I talked about this. Um, like, yeah, like when I played Xbox, like I played all the Halo series. I played the Gears of Wars. Oh, uh, Gears of War. Yep. Yeah, like I, like, it's like my I play a lot of franchise games. I I started to notice that too, and like when I look at my collection, like mainly the mm-hmm. 360 era, like I mm-hmm. like 
geez like all oh, these ones twos and threes <laughs> and they're like geez like where's the variety at <laughs> what is that why you you didn't play that many games on your channel is that why because it it seemed like you would do like a bunch of uh apex or uh first person shooter games maybe evil within and then just pretty much just like gameplays of your first-person shooters with music for the background. Is that why it was so little actual gameplay? Because you couldn't find any AAA games to play on your channel, or what? Um, mainly because I had no direction with my channel. Like, originally, I just mm. wanted my channel to be, uh, like, weird moments with my friends, but obviously there's so many issues with that i don't have a capture card for a console and then when like if you ever watched my earlier youtube videos um xbox uh, like you can stream on your xbox from twitch and before a mixer became a thing your party like the people in your party check their voices can be heard so it was like you know it was the best i could do at the time and then somehow it doesn't i don't know why it does not work on my xbox like my cousin streams and mm. i can put my voice in his stream and you can hear us both for whatever reason you cannot do it on mine i don't know why so like that idea is kind of out the window until like i guess i get a capture card and then doing walkthroughs i mean i enjoy doing it but it's like sometimes like Playing, when I play games, I don't know. It's like, I don't, I'm not like, I guess, I'm a very expressive gamer. Like, I just enjoy the ride. So it's kind of hard for me to just like try to be a entertaining commentator. So it's like, I want to do like more things, maybe gaming related, like reviews and stuff. But like, it would be tricky for me to do walkthroughs, I guess. I don't know. I feel like when you say to be more expressive, like I feel like you think that you need to be like, yo, YouTube, bam, 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 bam. Nah. like you need to be all freaking crazy. No, nah, because I think that's yeah, because I think that's why I named. I don't even know what my. I think it was Rome Gaming when I my, my YouTube channel originally, but that's why I swapped it, swatched it to. Uh, digital relaxation because like I just I get like you know it's like this is my lane like I'm not a hyper screamer gamer like this is me this is my like for the most part it's like as high as my voice is gonna go <laughs> well sometimes like if you catch like my streams or just me playing uh, my friends like yeah my like yeah i like i'm a man of many voices <laughs> then yeah you get hype you get yeah. you get you get into the yeah. Yeah. but for the most part like if it's just me gaming this is the best you're gonna get <laughs> so like I might as well just... There are mellow people. There are mellow gamers. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm I'm like eh, like crazy in my gameplays either. So I'm. I mean, I, you I like... have personality in yours, though. Like you can like you can tell like what you're trying to express. Like like I said, like if I get scared, like sometimes i would get scared but sometimes it's like i'd be like oh but like you can't really tell if i got scared or not <laughs> unless your your mouse yeah or something like that yeah 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 
there are there are gamers that don't. There are YouTube gamers that don't scream or yell or get scared. They're like all mellow. Yes, sir. That's the good stuff. Yeah, I I don't scream that much anymore <laughs> either. That's good. <laughs> don't laugh. I mean, that's good, but I don't know. Isn't that supposed yeah. to be the charm? <laughs> you want to hear the horror? Nah. <laughs> some people, no. Well, some people don't. Yeah. You know, you, not everyone wants to hear all that. Some people want because I think, in a way, some people think that when a player is all like, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, ah," that they're yeah, they over exaggerating. Yeah. That's yeah. why I kind of stopped watching certain YouTubers. Like I used to watch certain YouTubers like when I was in high school. And then after a while, mm. I stopped. You know, like mm. I don't want to like take shots and I'm like Dashie was one of them. For right. Me. Like I used to love his videos, and then after a while, it's just like I start like you know you start noticing like things. I'm like yo, this man is like kind of bad at like every game he plays. I'm like why? <laughs> like why do you have a gaming channel? Like you. <laughs> like, it's like not to be bad not to like like right, as a person right, he's hilarious like I love his skit channel that's why I originally loved him for and then it, like it just happened that he had a gaming channel so I was like oh like you know yeah I get to see him more often and I'm just like you know after a few years I'm like hold on <laughs> wait one second <laughs> Like sometimes when like when he be killing it, it'd be fun. I'm like, all right, okay, Dashie got some skills. Yeah. All right, but then most right, of the time right. it's just like, yo, why are you playing this? <laughs> like, you know you're not good at this. <laughs> oh my gosh, what was that game? Uh, shoot. Uh, it was the name of a movie, but they had to change the name of it. No. Man, if I can remember, I'll I'll let you know. But it was like this crazy. This game is long. You have a million keys to get. Some oh of the keys God. are some of the doors are astrological signs <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> I know what they're you're like saying, Aries. Yeah, you know I what know I mean? What you're <laughs> Aries, Scorpio, yeah. Scorpio, whatever. And Scorpion, Scorpio, Scorpion. and. I was like, this dude is not gonna beat this game. Like, <laughs> he's not gonna finish this game. But it was cool watching him kind of, you know, it was funny watching him play it. But, but it's, like, it's rare when you see him. Like, I'd be randomly getting, like, recommended his videos, like, every once in a blue yeah. moon. And it'd be like, yeah. oh, San Andreas. I'm like, bro, you still playing that? <laughs> like, I, right? I used to be sub to you when you were playing that. You still didn't beat that game? <laughs> Like, yo, what the heck is going on? I mean, you you watch it to see him because he's funny. Yeah, like yeah, it's the personality. But you know, most of the time he's not gonna the, finish It was the, the game. game. It was the gamer inside of me that was just like, all right, I don't, yeah. I can't do this. Like, yeah. Like as a as a person and as a personality, he's amazing. But as a gamer, yeah. like there's only so much I could keep watching. <laughs> It's right there. I mean, <laughs> Yo, even no. though you get like you get gaming blindness, yeah. blindness, you know what I mean. Like yeah. the key is right there, but the gamer doesn't see it because you got like this crazy, 
gaming blindness where you can't see stuff that's obvious and you can't read straight because uh, yeah. you're too scared. That's sometimes the most annoying thing when it comes to like competitive gaming with your teammates and they dead and they like backseat gaming. Like, cause obviously they can see everything, yeah. but I'm like focused and like, yes. yeah, you know, I know you saw yes. that dude right there. Like, what dude? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like something like ten miles away. <laughs> like, I don't know and... what you're talking about. I'm looking at what's in front of me. Right. Right. It's so easy to judge from behind the screen. It's it's not the same as gaming, bro. Yeah. Um there's a game that I need to play, but I am terrified of playing it and I need to stop messing around and just play it. Go for it. Uh, but it's called. Oh, uh, yeah. It's called Under uh, Depths of Fear, where um, where you have to where you're on this ship on the sinking ocean liner ship. Mm, that's a nope. Oh my god, that is water and video games. That's a nope. <laughs> even even waterboards on Mario were crap. Like yeah, no, especially when Mario's what started it. <laughs> Mario's what started Mario the water for everybody. Well, that is Mario that, and Sonic and water levels. Wait, that level you so. see that L? Yep, that's it. No more water levels for me. Oh my lord, that I'm on the first time playing and you just hearing that like what's going on <laughs> like yeah. chasing me <laughs> right you don't know what's what's happening but you're really scared for yeah like, and uh, then you realize what it is yeah after you just jumped off the screen <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh he can't he can't breathe oh. <laughs> yeah oh oh he can't breathe uh. and now it's a frantic search for bubbles and getting the right one yeah Oh, I'm gonna need to. I wanna take. I'm gonna need to take some anti-anxiety medicine for this one. This one's gonna freaking kill me. Yeah, you do that. Be wrong for you from a distance, away from water. Away from video game water. Would you even watch it? Would you even watch a game of someone on a sinking ship? I mean, yeah, I'll watch it. I mean, I'll watch it. It's just, it's just my, like, when I'm playing it, it's just my imagination of, like, <laughs> like, what's here? <laughs> oh, I, I played the demo for it, uh, for Under. It's on Steam right now, um, but the full game didn't get released until October 26th of this year. Yeah. So, you know, a few days ago. And just playing the demo, I was, and you know, the... Sorry, I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm getting flustered just thinking about it. Even playing the demo, which is saying something because you know when it's the demo, you don't have all the all the graphics yeah. right. It's still low low poly and stuff. Even that, I was still anxious. So this is this is gonna be <laughs> an experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pray for me, bro. <laughs> Indeed. Pray. Uh, but I wanted to, I guess, flip the question back on you. Like, I guess, why don't you play more AAA games, I guess? 
Especially. Patrick Spencer. <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Az. Oh, I was gonna say, especially with this month alone, with all these games that's coming out. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion just came out, which well, obviously I would, you had to play the first two games, but yeah, like. Do you really? I mean, to understand what's going on, but I don't think so. Like, it seemed like the timeline is kind of like all over the place. Right, and different people too, no? Yeah, but they they already released that the DLC is going to start the main character from the first game. So the timeline setting is not too far. I thought it would be in the future the way things look, but he don't look that much. Like, it looks like probably what? 15 10 to 15 years after the first game took place so uh but yeah i mean the, so no, your question i is, is like why don't i play more triple a games yeah when so many good ones are coming out well coming out half came out i mean have you ever even played like the halo trilogy I know I should. Yeah. I know I should. Yeah, yeah, yeah you should. Yeah, you should. No, sorry. <laughs> okay, all right, calm down. <laughs> Take two. I mean, I know I... you don't like first-person shooters, but it's just for the story, I guess. It's just amazing. I haven't, yeah, I haven't played really first-person shooters. I wouldn't even consider really RE7 to be up there with a first person shooter obviously it's not on the same level as halo yeah but that one just playing re7 was a step out of my comfort zone because i'm usually not i could i could i mean now that i've finished re7 i'm willing to take a chance with other ones oh well I don't even know when it's coming up, but 8 is coming up. Yeah, we'll see when. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no shade. I'm just, you know, I won't hold my breath for it. I don't hold my breath for any games anymore. Nah, bro. You hold your breath for that new Apex. <laughs> no. I don't hold my breath for any Bro, you don't see how huge that map is? Oh, God. We'll see. I've seen people start to literally cry and like get angry when games get rescheduled or get, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Bro, it got pushed back again. It was supposed to come out this month. (laughs) I know, I don't. I had friends who were like, yo, yo, they're just like, two more weeks to go. I'm taking off from work. I was like, all right, bro. And then no sick days. It's like, I'm going to use my last sick days. Like, all right, you go ahead and do that. I'm going to be. I'm gonna wait. You do that. And now they're crying even harder now, cause you know what are you gonna do? Just sit at home and play Watch crying. Dogs. And play Watch Dogs. Yeah. <laughs> you find a way. Make those make those days work for you. Yeah. Um, I don't play AAA games that much because they're too expensive for the most part. Yeah, I see. So if I'm going to play a AAA game. It's got to be amazing. It's got to be like cyberpunk amazing. 
Well, because that's the only AAA game I'm buying that year. <laughs> well, I don't know your gaming taste in that sense, like in a AAA realm. Like, I like when you play indie games, like you seem like you just all over the place. But like AAA games, like it's more like a commitment. I feel like, but I don't know, like if you would be into like I guess the Witcher series, which is the same people that's making Cyberpunk. Someone play it for a bit. I I'd be interested in it. Yeah, I yeah. I never played the first two ones, but the third one actually I wanted to see. This was like one of the only times I actually wanted to see what the hype was about. Um, I'm not really a fan of like the medieval setting. Like I don't know something about it just don't it don't awaken the imagination in me. But I was able to get through it. It was enjoyable. So maybe if it is up your alley, you might enjoy it more. Why not? I mean, it's been out for a minute, too. So it yeah. should be. Yeah, it's usually, yeah. It's very, it's usually cheap or on sale sometimes. On sale, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know I've seen it a few times. Yeah. Would you pay $20 for it? I think that's how much I paid. Because it, mm. it was like the complete edition, so it came with like everything. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, I mean, why would I yeah. spend twenty dollars on one game when I can get, you know, like five, three, five indie games? Yeah. Because they last longer. <laughs> I think that's also the thing with indie games too. Like, they mm. they kind of like three hours five hours long and that's it oh no that's that's all i have time for <laughs> yeah i think i think right? i think that's what kind of for me made me turn more into becoming a competitive game which kind of sucks because i miss like being able to play campaign games mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. these games don't like they don't have nothing after you beat it i guess like going back to like games of my past like like just going like Grand Theft Auto for example like so much things you could do after you beat the game or while you beating the game compared to like yeah beat this game but then wait for the season pass and wait for the bonus DLCs to get more story I'm like Ugh. yeah yeah want to get it you just want to do it like especially when you're in the mood for it and you remember the keys for it or the buttons for it you yeah. don't want to have to wait yeah no. but yeah that's what i have time for i have time for three hour games triple <laughs> a games are freaking hours they're like that's eight great. ten twelve hours the walkthrough stuff <sighs> enough to the make walk- a good walkthrough <laughs> Man, and then the the side missions and all that mess. Yeah, the good, the great stuff. <laughs> yeah, the time fillers. I mean, if they've done right, like I feel like the Evil Within Two don't get the credit it deserves to as a game, not like for the genre or whatever. Like it's been a while since I got like I purchased a game, and it was like that was it. That was the solid game, like. You, you got the whole story a great story great gameplay uh, some good side missions and then that's it 
like there's no DLC, there's no season pass, there's no bonus content. Like you yeah. bought a game and you got what you got, and it was worth right. it. <laughs> it's like it's been a while since like I felt that. Yeah, and I was saying that. I was, like, I was like, I was like, after like a good year, I was like, uh, wh- when did they go come with some DLC? I was like, nah, <laughs> man, nah, nah, you ain't getting that it. Was it. You got the DLC. Like, yeah, like I mean, that's good though. Least, like, well, hope I don't. They've been quiet, but hopefully that means they're all making a three. But yeah, like sometimes you don't need to keep throwing all these extra stories and like just make a whole nother game like hey remember that to make a sequel <laughs> like, yeah just make another one yeah sometimes like force the whole game into one like the whole story and bonus story into one game it's like mm-hmm. then sometimes it don't mm-hmm. make sense there's a well you wouldn't have you wouldn't have heard of it I know I brought it up before in a the gaming safe zone podcast dark uh, D-A-R-Q which was like this which was like a dark puzzle game uh, they have had DLC coming out for it after the game has been released just like every few months or so and it's interesting like they it's not really so let me think let me try to get that right it does seem like a a continuation of the game but I don't I kind of look forward to it because I liked the game and I like the DLC that's been coming out for it so far but yeah it could have all just been all included in one game it didn't have to be yeah I mean some games like that it works like if they like if it's a game that's not the sequel bait like you know there's no need to make a second game but like the game mechanic and what it is like you can clearly do a lot more with it like yeah reason why games like minecraft and i guess fortnite is still going on for like how many years yeah yeah they don't need to make even though technically fortnite 2 is technically what they call on it but obviously still the same game <laughs> but, <laughs> are they charging for the the dlc for it no it's still everything's still the same it's just like they just keep doing more and more with it okay yeah the dlc for dark i think is free too yeah that'd be messed up for <laughs> Uh, just buy your Bendy and the Ink Machine, I think. The episodic ones where you have to pay yeah. for more. Yeah, I, I, I like to just yeah, let those come out as one and then play it. Like, I can't. I don't yeah. think I could do that. Like, what is this next episode going to come out? Yeah, goodness. Yeah. But I found that it was interesting that you said that the side missions fit. Like, it didn't feel like a side mission. I felt like with Odyssey, it seemed like they were just side missions, just time filler. And at least that's what I heard from the people who were playing it. They were like, yeah, I don't don't even finish all the side missions because they just seem like go get this go take that there yeah that's why like i dedicated like a whole 
walkthrough episode only for within uh, just doing like some side missions it was just like mm-hmm. it was just it didn't feel like I was doing something different like the characters that was in the story and all that they were still relevant to what I was doing so it just kind of adds to it so yeah so you're saying the reason that the side missions didn't feel like a waste of time was because they still included the characters from the story yeah, into it. Yeah, like it felt like there was still a progression. Uh, even though like uh, it's a progression for that character but not for the overall canon of the story. Like obviously okay. he, he, they don't matter to the main character as a whole but right. you want to like you know we get to see I guess their ending like oh we see what, what happened to that character who was trapped there with you and keep going like they have their own separate thing right because you don't want to have to do the side missions you want that to be optional yeah especially yeah especially when it's like a game like that Mm -hmm. where like you get stuff that you need to upgrade the weapons it's like you know it don't hurt to do that either yeah cool yeah, that's a good point. Because with Odyssey, it was just like, oh, here's this other person. And <laughs> it just, Fetch you could have just gone to the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, search quest and stuff. Cool, cool. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. So now that we got that out the way, uh, so this next segment is going to be this is going to be both a gaming and a life topic uh i'm putting this more to life because it, it's like this life it's life things but let into like my gaming situation my content creating um so i want to talk about what led me to become a content creator um i don't want to get too in depth with this like uh, I feel like I told this story too much, like amongst friends and everything that you can. And and the way, like the point I where I am in my life now, not obviously I'm not perfect. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that I am above anything. It's just I feel like I've gotten an understanding of my past and now I am in a position where I want to move forward from it. So just constantly talking about it, I guess. So it doesn't feel the same way it felt when I was going through it, I guess. And that's, well, rewind. I want to talk about, this is going to be a timeline situation. So obviously we're going to talk about how I got into gaming. Um, Of course, I've been gaming probably the moment I was able to pick up a controller <laughs> um, my I had an older brother so he was he already had uh, the first PlayStation by the time like uh, I mean I want to say by the time I was born but by the time I guess I developed consciousness like when I was aware of what I, what was going on in my life and uh, I was aware of what a gaming PlayStation was I don't know how long he had it beforehand, but yeah. So he had a PlayStation One. Uh, I had a, I have a short memory with it because it did not last long. By that time, um, it was just only game I really ever played on it was Crash Bandicoot, and that was about it. So I didn't become a Sony fan or whatever PlayStation fan by that time, or just off of that. So. Uh, the following Christmas, 
we got the Nintendo 64 and the first game that I well this is like I, I like to classify this as my first console my first game because obviously the console the PlayStation was given for my brother I didn't know any better by the time <laughs> I was able to play it so this was the first time I was like okay I know what a gaming console is at this point in time and this is my first time experiencing a whole new game a whole new controller a whole new everything so everything was just brand new to me at this point and cause I remember just struggling on the first level as a kid uh, <laughs> uh, my dad would play it for me sometimes <laughs> and we were like hey, we always die and like uh, when James Bond dies in the game, like he would, they would like loop his death animation. So we would like make fun of his animation from dying. It was just, yeah, uh, it was a little things. But it got to the point where, you know, I was, I started learning how to maneuver the game better. Having an older brother, of course, um, you know, you watch over him, see how he plays, and you want to mimic him. And then, cause growing up. At the time period, uh, like the way, like from the time period when I was growing up to where I am now, like now I am more like middle oldest amongst like the people that in my crowd. But when I was growing up, people I looking to, I was mainly the youngest at that point in time. So there was probably only like one or two people that were like younger than me at the time when I when I was growing older growing up so I was always looking up to a lot of people older than me and I was gaming with them and that was my I guess feel to become a competitive gamer so like I want to be like I was over here competing with dudes like they're already in their teens by the time <laughs> and I was still like I don't even think I was double digits yet and I'm over here like going toe to toe with them in games so, uh, playing that, fast forward, we got a PlayStation 2. Same, honestly, I don't know what it is about the PlayStation. Um, <laughs> when it came, like, the play, don't get me wrong, I th- the PlayStation 2 is probably one of the greatest consoles during that, like, definitely during that generation, definitely, hands down, was the greatest. But it took, it took a while for me to realize that. It's like, initially, like, we got it played it i mean we had some time i like had a good time with it probably like a good year with it but i don't know it just didn't like only two games really hit my heart i guess like that stuck with me but other games it was like eh. and then the first xbox came out <sighs> like i didn't even know well i didn't even know anything about the xbox before one thing i knew was the dreamcast and the playstation 2 we had a Dreamcast, but it was more so my cousin, so I didn't play as often as I did. The PlayStation 2 was, like, ours. So, I played the Dreamcast, and of course, that's my love for Sonic. After my love for Sonic came. We'll get into that <laughs> in another, another episode. Um, but, yeah, so, I didn't know anything about, I guess, the Xbox and I don't think the GameCube was out yet either. So the whole, I guess, the ideas of the console wars and all that still wasn't a thing for me, even though it was happening since, like, the Genesis and Super Nintendo days. Like, like that, the console would have been happening. But 
it didn't it didn't hit me until the Xbox came out. Uh, I went to my cousin's house and he had a funny like he's like one like it was like he did the most like switcheroo like I would go to his house and he had the PlayStation Two. And I'm like, alright, we playing the PlayStation 2, chill, whatever. And it's like, I didn't go to his house for a while. And then I just go to his house one day, and I'm like, yo, uh, what is this? And this man had a whole Xbox. And I'm like, yeah, it's the Xbox, it's a new console, like, what the heck? And he had Halo, like, I mean, a, an amazing game to introduce you into a whole new console. So we was playing Halo, not like nonstop. Like the campaign just going against each other, and then I was like, "Yo, yeah, I'm sold. Got an Xbox. Like the first chance I could get it. I don't know if I got it for Christmas or my birthday, but yeah, um, I definitely got it the next <laughs> as soon as I could have. Uh, got the Xbox. The funny thing is, I didn't even get the first Halo, and that was the reason why. That was one of the re- main reasons why I wanted it." But I didn't even get Halo. Um, I had Sonic, of course. I had Tony Hawk, uh, Midnight Club, San Andreas. I had like yeah, most of my like my standout games came from Xbox. Like my standout games on on PlayStation would be Dragon Ball Z, the like the first Budokai, uh, Midnight Club Two. Cause I don't think Midnight Club 2 came out on the Xbox. I know the third one did. Uh, it probably did. I think that's when they started doing like dub editions or remix editions or whatever. But yeah, Midnight Club 2, uh, James Bond, and I think that's about it. <laughs> like yeah, my my game list is very short on the PlayStation. Right, <laughs> yeah, so everything is just straight up Xbox. I feel like I'm just like getting to that long rant, but I'm gonna get to the point eventually. But yeah, yeah, I guess this is just gonna be a whole about me section, but yeah. So, got the Xbox, bunch of games I played. Like, Xbox, it was funny thing, like, I never gave up my 64, like, to this day, I still have my 64, so. I was favoring my 64 over my PlayStation 2, and eventually the PlayStation 2, like, crapped out on us, but I didn't even care. I was like, bro, I got my Xbox, my 64, that's all I need. <laughs> so, like, I just, like, I'm just back and forth between my Xbox and my 64. It was like, that was, like, my, back in my days, <laughs> 64, look at these graphics, and then I go on my Xbox, and like, yeah, now look at these graphics, and it's, like, just one generation apart from each other. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so fast forward, and this is, I guess, this is when things started to happen, but I didn't understand why until like a few years later. So the Xbox 360 came, came out, uh, I believe I got it the Christmas of 2006. I was in seventh grade at the time. Uh, and I had just moved like we had moved out and it was just a confusing like situation so I was no longer like I was living in this area for like 
six years. So all my friends that I was like cool with, like you know, gaming like gaming always been a part of my life, but it was never the focus of my life. It was it was usually a weekend thing, and that was only when I went to go see my mother. Like that's when I would like bring my consoles over there to her because I don't usually go outside where she lived at. It wasn't the safest <laughs> of areas to be out by yourself type thing. So yeah. Um, so gaming wasn't really my thing. I used to actually get upset at my cousin, like when he used to come over or when I go to my cousin's house and all they want to do is game. And I'm like, yo, like, let's go outside. Well, let's do something. Like we're kids. We have imaginations. Let's explore it. <laughs> Why are we just playing games? Like I was that dude <laughs> ruining everyone's fun, but yeah, so all these friends that I grown close with, the things we used to do, hang outside, and we just like it just I took it for granted, like because I felt like I was because I was still going to the same school at the time, but so I was like, you know, I'll probably still see them, but that wasn't really the case. I wasn't really seeing them like that unless I had to force myself to go see them, but. I lived, like, where I had to live, I had to take, like, what, two or three forms of public transportations just to get home. So, yeah, it wasn't, it was one of those situations. So, but I took it for granted, and I was still, I still had my school friends, so it didn't, I didn't feel, it didn't, know, it didn't completely hit me still. Like, I was still able to go to school. I still hang out with people I was for school. But my main friends, I wasn't really seeing them that much. Uh, funny thing is, uh, I did have a cell phone at this time. Because this is way before social media. Uh, actually, no. This is when social media just exists, started existing. Uh, MySpace just became a thing at this time period, actually. But... I wasn't into it, so I don't know. Like, yeah, like I said, like, cause growing up, even though I had a phone, my phone was meant for emergencies. It was only to contact my parents to let them know my whereabouts. It wasn't to contact my friends because, you know, we get up, I go outside, go across the street, knock on the door, hey, let's hang out. That was it. I didn't have to. Yeah, yo, you want to hang out? And you say no. And it's like, you know, it was kind of like you risk it. Like, maybe he wasn't there that day. Like, you just go there and knock on the door and you find out he's not there. Like, oh, crap. Like, yeah, it was one of those situations. Like, I don't know. It was strange how we used our phones at the time. <laughs> well, at least how I used my phone at the time. Like, I didn't use it to contact friends. Like, it was just from, like, letting my family know where I was. Um, I didn't than that uh it's very windy outside things are really getting knocked over uh but yeah other than that um so i got the 360 and it was just like you know i wasn't going outside as much because i didn't it was a whole new area i didn't know anybody i did during that summer of 2007 i want to say when we getting close to the end of the school year, I got a bike, and that was the only thing that, like, kind of brought back my outside feeling, but it was still, like, empty. Like, I used to ride my bikes with my friends, and it was just like, no, it was just making me 
realize that yeah like this ain't fun no more so back to just playing games and that's where i guess video games just started filling a void in my heart of like this loneliness but i didn't know that's what they were doing at the time um i was neglecting my schoolwork and yeah just <laughs> things were just getting bad i guess for me like academically <laughs> but i didn't care I was like it was just you know i had my games uh the following year which sucks uh i moved to a whole nother state mid like mid school year like not school year but like mid you know i went through sixth grade and seventh grade my phone now you're supposed to finish eighth grade <laughs> but i completely just left the school and went to a whole nother state at the end of the so this is eighth grade most of the people in this new the new school i'm at they known each other probably from since middle like elementary school like i knew some of them like like i knew some of my friends so it was weird like you know this is eighth grade people like all the friendships is established all the groups is established and here i am just trying to like hey um <laughs> just trying to fit in somewhere but I don't know, I just didn't, it just felt uncomfortable, and it was just, everything just felt different, everything just seemed different, the people were just different, it was just like, I wasn't sure if I wanted to be a part of this crowd of people, so it was like, I was just, I kept to myself, uh, I mean, I, I was cool with some people here and there, but I, I, like, I left it at school, like, I didn't want to talk to nobody else afterwards, so still just playing my game um at this time uh it was just me my stepbrother we, we like i know i had i like at this time i finally had someone i guess to game with now cause before i was saying like i have my older brother but like so my older brother at this point in time he is finishing up high school so like his focus on gaming completely was gone by that time like his focus was completely elsewhere so i wasn't really having nobody and like my like i said my closest people they far away i wasn't into online gaming yet because i didn't know how it worked at the time so everything i was doing was locally so i had a stepbrother that i would game with so that was good for the time being but yeah it wasn't until 2010 i always say this like my worst year um that's when everything just started to hit me like when i moved and lost all my friends and because i took it for granted and then i didn't didn't know how to contact them or stay in contact with them so it's like I wasn't a social media person, so I wasn't, like, going on social media to track them down or nothing. So, it was like, yo, like, it's like, you know, it's like you left a life unfinished, and it kind of bothered me. And then it was like, I started questioning other things in my life. It was just bringing me down, just bringing me down. And then other things with relationships and all that was happening. And, yeah, all it did was just put the cherry on top of my crappy cake so i started becoming basically uh, depressed just locking myself in my room that days on like you know barely coming out 
just yeah uh, this is when I would start gaming more heavily that's when I started online gaming that once that happened it was completely over like gaming became my life like what was the outside at this point in time like I became a full on hermit <laughs> the only time I came outside I was just go to school uh, yeah watching anime that, that didn't help much but I mean it helped but it helped later on uh, because uh, when I was at my lowest like my low point this was like 2011 it was late 2010 early 2011 but uh, yeah like I was at my lowest point at this point in time and it was just like I was at the point of giving up and getting no more I wasn't even like trying to school anymore and then it just like I don't know it just hit me that I can like do these things like before like cause growing up like I said I was usually outside more instead of gaming like I was actually more of an athlete I used to play basketball and other sports and I completely like just abandoned that part of my life and just went strictly to like gaming anime and then I started getting into creating things like drawing at first like making art and then I started getting into making music like I started making learning how to write my own songs (laughs) write my own raps and record them and I just started making music like since 2011 and it was like an outlet for me to I guess say things that have been bothering me or just you know finally have a voice I guess like you know there wasn't really no one for me to talk to even if there were people like you know like it's a difference between having someone to talk to and feeling comfortable to talk with the people with people like you feel like no one will understand you cause you know those teenagers no one will understand you no one don't get it but yeah like people go through these things like people will understand I didn't realize that so it was finally able of having a voice to like say things and vent vent out to myself into the world I guess whoever listened and yeah finished high school and I got into college Uh, I went to college for graphic designing so I wanted to put my love for creativity to the test I guess and just explore it more and got into it deeply I was like I started to learn that I love creating things like like when I <laughs> I used to hate listening to my music like I would make the songs and then I would like never want to listen to it cause I just like dislike hearing my voice I dislike hearing how crappy like I used to sound terrible so I didn't want to hear it but I enjoy the fact that I like I enjoy the sitting there writing the lyrics, editing the vocals, making everything sound <laughs> as listenable as possible. It's just I don't know. It's just the behind the scenes creating work that I enjoy. Like I love making things come to life. It's just the end result that I, I wasn't too comfortable with at the time. Like. Like, I enjoy making this art, and then I'll look at it, and then I'll compare it to someone who probably does it more better than me. I'm like, uh, I suck. And, yeah, it was a terrible way to think. But, 
yeah so at this point in time just yeah it was just gaming and creating and i want to say around 2015 maybe 14 um youtubers i was watching they uh just started they randomly uploaded this long video it was a long bit like usually they made short like no short watchable videos videos and like this one was like almost an hour long and i'm like <laughs> like what are you doing for an hour then i click it and it's like oh yeah it's a podcast and i'm like bro i'm like i don't want to hear you talk for an hour <laughs> so i didn't understand podcasting or nothing at that time so i was like yeah i completely like tend to blind eye to it so i want to say that was probably 2014 when i did or maybe 2013 it wasn't so but that's when they started it but it wasn't until like 2000 late 2014 2015 when i was like you know like they like they're like about 20 or 30 or so episodes in now and i'm like yo like what is this so i gave it a chance i gave it a chance like an honest chance and now like yo this is actually entertaining like hearing people talk about things like they were talking about video games and like knowing what they're talking about hearing the things like different ways they can express it like you can relate to the things they talk about it's like this is interesting so like i always had the idea of wanting to do a podcast from that like from then on like just knowing like people out there like now there's people out there that's like you, I guess. And, like some people want to feel like they're no, they want to feel like there's people out there that understand them, that represents them, and that they probably don't have a voice for themselves. So I guess that's what like awakened, I guess the content creator side of me, like the entertainer side of me. Like I enjoy making my music for whoever listens to it. Like. It still bugs me out when I like look at like the downloads and plays, and I'm like, even though it's like it's not high or nothing, but it's like it's like yo, there's like really people out there that's probably like listening to my song like right this moment, and I don't even know it. I don't even know where they are, or nothing. Like it's just fascinating that someone probably like they get my message, I guess, and they can relate to it. And then like I wanted to, like you know, since I'm playing video games a lot. <laughs> I want to do it for video games, I guess. So I started my channel, but I didn't have a real direction with it. So I, I was doing the basic, just uploading walkthroughs, and like I enjoy, it. like I like I, said, I enjoy the creating, like I enjoy recording and editing. What well, what bare editing I was doing at the time, <laughs> minimal editing I was doing at the time, but. I enjoyed it, but I realized like, like I could be doing more than just turning the game on and putting a record on, and that was it. So that's why I'm like, my channel is like going on pauses at the time because like I'm trying to still figure out where I want to go with it. Like I want it to be, I guess, the way I do my podcast, but like specifically for like certain things in gaming, like. Maybe, like, I'll probably try against the game reviewing. Maybe. So, uh, be on the lookout for that if I <laughs> ever make that move. Uh, YouTube is Digital Relaxation, my name for this podcast. 
Uh, if anyone, I'm pretty sure I understand. I explained it in the first episode, but just in case if you knew, uh, the reason why my name is Dish to Realization, well, it's self explanatory. I want to give everyone a chill, relaxing atmosphere while they watch someone, I guess, play video games or talk about whatever. Like, just anything, you know, just digital. It's just something that's on your, your laptop, your phone, your computer. You just relaxing and just enjoying the show, whatever it is I'm bringing to you. And also, um, it's a play on a song that I, I like, uh, Electric Relaxation from my Tropical Quest. I always loved that beat, like, ever since I was a kid, the song. So, it always, it just fits. And people always say, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, people say my voice is sometimes relaxing. I don't. I don't know, I don't pride myself on my voice. Like, sometimes, like, growing up, I kind of disliked it. And, like, like I don't know, like, when my voice changed, when the shift happened, it was, like, I didn't understand. Like, a lot of things that I could do, like, the range in my pitch, I guess, was gone. So, it's like, I don't, I didn't know how to properly project this voice. So, I guess I'll just stick to, like, the calm metal, mellow style but yeah so that's mainly it like I just turn like trying to turn my hobbies into my passions like whether I'm making art uh, making music uh, recording gameplays now doing this podcast like I just want to bring forms of entertainment for people because I know what it's like for people who are like they feel like they are voiceless and they feel like they don't belong it's like there's things they know there's things out there for people whether no it don't have to be gaming don't have to be anything like you know maybe you enjoy reading a lot and i also picked up writing from uh watching anime um there was a I talked about it in the first episode um this anime like I, I was very fascinated with the way that they talk about all these multiple characters and still keep the story like all their stories collide together at some point and it all makes sense and it's, and it's just like being able to create these adventures it, like it felt like it felt like watching a book <laughs> i guess like i know that's the thrill people get from reading books like your mind can go on these adventures like it was the first time like, anime made me feel like i was a part of that journey like i watched a lot of anime before that but that was the first time i felt like that so like yeah it's like you know just want to try things like maybe i can write something that would make someone feel that way or maybe one day <laughs> create something uh, be it an animation or maybe a live action something whatever the case is like I'm always looking for like different avenues to explore my crea- creativity and try to entertain people and just like yeah that's mainly it so it's like yeah, depression mental illness like these things are serious and I feel like people need to know that you know there's you know there's people out there that that you can talk to there's people out there that you can that you can relate to there's things you can do to make you get by these things it's not you don't have to always give up you don't have to just stick to yourself some people i know it feels comfortable doing it 
because I, like I said, I used to do it for years. But it's breaking out of that comfort zone and taking the risk. It's like, you know, high risk, high reward. It's like basically that. Like, take a chance, do something different, do something new. Maybe you really like it, and it will just change your whole perspective on your life. And, yeah, like... I <laughs> like I don't want to get too deep into like that was it. Like I said, I got to the point where, like timeline wise, uh, I would say like like I said, it didn't hit me until like 2010. Uh, I want to say it wasn't until 2017 where it finally hit me that I had gotten over this, and I've been enjoying like finding like this new outlet in my life and bringing peace to myself. I want to say bringing happiness. Like yeah. I'm bringing happiness to myself, but I'm not saying that I'm constantly happy. Like, yeah, like, you know, you, everyone have emotions. You get sad, you get depressed, you get angry, you get happy. Yeah, but it's bringing peace to yourself is something that I feel like I'm able to do. Like, self-love, I feel like, is so important, and people are not, like, a lot of people do not know that, like, people will try to love other people and have other people love them and it's like they don't even love themselves it's like you don't truly you know it's like you know it's hard to tell someone to love you when you don't know how to be loved because you don't you're not loving yourself so it's like you're trying to force this person into treating you a certain way and you're just like twisting and turning them in many directions and it can just like break them and i learned that the hallway multiple times trying to do that myself and it's just like sometimes you just need to sit back and think about yourself look at yourself like no like what do i really like what do i dislike what do i want to find a person that you know i don't want to ch- find someone to change them to do something for me like i want to find someone who matches me or may possibly challenge me so it's, it's just yeah loving yourself finding things to do keeping yourself busy keeping finding hobbies it's just it's just a lot of you know things to just like i guess treating like thinking of yourself as a plant like you know gotta water yourself sunlight just help yourself grow and nurture it's like these little things you do in your life that will help you become a better person be it for me it was you know gaming leading to art leading to music leading to podcasting now and hopefully maybe the right person hear this and they will like feel inspired by this and probably start a podcast on their own who knows i don't know but this is why i enjoy doing these things so that's it um and as i like to leave guys with the leave you guys with the question of the day so keeping up with the theme my question of the day is what are some things you do to help you out during a bad time like for the people who are trying what are some things that are you actively doing being maybe you are playing video games or maybe you're reading maybe you're writing so you guys answer that and if you don't have an answer for that well maybe you should figure out that you know what is something you know what will make you happy 
maybe it temporarily, but what is it that will help you find peace? I guess not make you happy, but what will help you find peace through these rough and dark times you feel that you're going through in your life? And like I said, don't be afraid to find someone to talk to. It could be a stranger that you could find somewhere to talk to. Cause be cautious how you talk to people. Don't just throw yourself out there, but just find someone to just find someone who will give an air. Like it's important. Like it's very important to just be heard. So that's it. Um, I'm listening to relaxation. This is another episode of the Blessing Thoughts Podcast. Um, my podcast is currently on the Apple Podcast. So if anyone who out there listening to it on Apple Podcast or if you just have a Apple account, please rate this podcast five stars. My YouTube channel, Digital Relaxation. My Twitch channel is Digital Relaxation. I'm not streaming often, but when I do, usually I'm streaming with my friends, so you get to meet other people who well, hopefully they'll also be part of this podcast too, so you get to meet them here as well. And that has been it. Peace.